Welcome everybody, Phil Wineland here with all your film news and movie reviews with Phil and It Films. Going through what's going on out there in movie theater land and also some of your TV, your favorite television shows. Um, definitely excited and, and glad that movie theaters are open. AMC has opened up here in Stillwater in many parts of the uh, United States. It's, uh, it's the number one uh, film chain, um, or movie theater chain. Um, there's other theaters like Cinemark and Regal that have opened up, and um, it's good to see that the markets are opening up and we're starting to get movie theaters back. And it's, um, you know, we're starting to see a little bit of those um, norms coming back in some extent. But it is a little bit depressing. I mean, I've I've gone a few times, and look, I haven't been in the Oklahoma City markets or Tulsa markets. So, um, and honestly, I'm, my community is Stillwater, Oklahoma, and I'm just gonna stay within my community as best I can. Um, just because with the coronavirus, it's just trying to stay as consistent as possible. Um, and nothing against Oklahoma City and nothing against Tulsa. I, I, I don't know how every how everybody in, in, in those cities are doing and how they're handling self, uh, sorry, um, safety guidelines and things. Um, but I just know that, um, you know, obviously with more people, you're going to have to deal with more issues and more problems and more people um, having to follow by the rules and it's just the odds are is that you're you're going to run into a lot, little bit more problems when you have more people than you are with less people um, but it's been good I think AMC's done a great job I, I would assume that they're doing a great job in Oklahoma City and Tulsa as well with the policies um, having to wear a mask and going in and then um, you know they're being careful with the refill no refills um, and Definitely, they have a lot of sanitation stations. Uh, if if you're really concerned about that, so they have that. And and I, to me, I, I I love the idea of right now. I mean, I I hope they can have more. They can pack more. Uh, but right now, it's at forty percent. Um, so it's been good. I mean, it's been a really good experience, and I'm just glad to be in the theaters. But that is the disappointing thing is that right now we're at forty percent, and I, and I really wish that we could do more. I really wish they could bump it up to sixty percent because it would really, I think, help. But I also know too that the the reason why a lot of people aren't going to the theaters right now is not just because they don't want to. Um, I th- I think a lot of it is you know one the movie selection is not that great right now. Um, really, the only big movie out right now is Tenet. And uh, and and look, I, I've reviewed Tenant and I like it. Um, and I've I've talked to some told some people about it. Um, but you know, I I kind of gave them a heads up on some certain things about it. And to me, it's you know, it it's it's not the most wanna be watch rewatchable film. Um, even though I do want to go back and watch it again because there's things I missed. Um, but as far as word of mouth and and and, and getting others to watch it, it's it's not as attractive as other Christopher Nolan movies. But um, you know, and, and it's it's just the competition's a little weak right now. So, uh, and the other thing is New Mutants, and and I'm gonna review that here at the end of the podcast. But um, it's just a little disappointing, a little sad. I, I'm I'm kind of hoping that um, that as we move into October, better you know movies that come out, um, this will bring people back. But I mean, the the customer right now is you know concerned. Um, trying to some some are trying to save money, don't have any opportunity to go to the theater um, right now. And I get it. I understand. Um, and also the other aspect of it is, again, this is people are just kind of concerned about, you know, trying to limit their um, their interactions. And I, and I get it, you know. And so it's it's tough. It's difficult. But, you know, honestly, I think that, you know, the rest of 2020 is just a, it's a wash. You're just going to have to, you know, the movie theaters are going to have to bite the bullet. And I'm going to talk about here some um, some movies are actually moving release dates again. Um, but to me, I think it's just getting to a point you can't move it anymore. Uh, theaters are open. 
you know, just get it going. Let's just go. Um, there, there is some positive news about the other theater movie uh, movie theaters opening. I, I believe New York City is in the in the process of trying to get an open. I think they're they're most likely going to open in October, uh, first week of October. There's some reports saying that it could be as soon as uh, late September, but um, all reports or eyes are, are showing to October, which um, bumped um, Wonder Woman to December. Um, it was supposed to be coming out, I believe, in about three or four weeks, um, not too far along into October. Um, but I think the, the main reason why <clears throat> Wonder Woman is going to bump itself back to, down to December is, one, because New York is going to be opening up, and I think California is going to follow suit as well with movie theaters. And Tenet has not, um, and, and Tenet has not hit every single uh, market in, in those two states. Um, you're slowly, and, and I should be clarifying a little bit. When I'm talking about New York and I'm talking about California, I'm, I'm meaning mostly New York City and L.A., Los Angeles, because California, certain counties have allowed movie theaters to open. Uh, I think Orange County has opened up a few. There's others, counties in California that have opened up their theaters. Uh, New York um, has opened up a few other uh, count, counties have opened up a few of the, the theaters. But the really the ones that people are tracking and following are is New York City and L.A. And those are the two biggest markets. And Tenet has not opened in, in Los Angeles and it has not opened in New York City. And so, you know, I, I, I Warner Brothers, I think they're looking at this situation that um, they're they're going, OK, we, we really want Wonder Woman to be successful and we really need to kind of get our investment back with tenant and so they're hoping to reduce the competition for tenant um to allow more people in new york and la to see those movies as well as others and then hopefully in december people come out um, and watch wonder woman the problem with that is they just released a trailer for dune which is supposed to open in december and i want to say dune um if i pull up the release date is only like opening just a week after wonder woman drops and the thing is you know wonder woman dropped you know or moved to not bring competition to tenant well now then they did that now it's uh it's causing dune uh gonna cause some grief for dune because here's the thing about dune i i've read the book um it's a sci-fi book kind of you know set in space set in uh, a desert planet um it has to do with you know, a spice that is um, powerful in its in, it, in its uh, its abilities, but also it, it it because of whoever controls the spice controls um, controls that planet as well. And it's more than just spice. I think you know, water. It's a desert planet, so I mean, whoever controls the water too. That's that's a big part of it. But it's it's a, it's a it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting book. Um, it's not my favorite book of all time, but I love the world building it does. And I was really excited for this movie, and I saw the trailer, and it's and it's a really good movie. It looks really cool. I, I want to see it. Um, but here's the problem. Uh, I don't think a lot of uh, people know what Dune is. I go to my average friends, you know, my friends who are average film guys, and I go, hey, have you? Uh, are you guys excited for Dune? And I'll probably do that this week or, or, you know, and talk to them. Hey, are you excited for Dune? Probably the majority of them are going to go, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. What What is Dune? And then I tried to explain it to them, and they're like, well, that sounds like a terrible movie. Um, and it isn't until you see the trailer that you're going, ah, okay, this looks interesting. I'm kind of, I'm interested now. So, um, and the trailer's not bad. Uh, it could be better. Um, sometimes, you know, I, I think with with trailers is um, I really want to, 
I really want the trailer to tell me what the movie's about. And in Dune somewhat does it, this one, um, but it, it could have been better. Um, the way it was written, it could have been better, or at least cut, I'm sorry, cut. It could have been better. Um, but I know that also, too, that's not the, you know, the studio's, technically the studio's fault. Um, but, um, you know, they, they hire companies to do that stuff and other companies, and sometimes they don't always do the best job of advertising a film, but I guess you can also blame the company, you know, Warner Brothers for not, you know, being like, hey, cut that better. But anyway, um, but the thing is, is that, you know, because not a ton of people are coming out, you know, all in these, you know, big crowds, um, it's, it's, it's definitely hurting the ability for these movies to, especially these big budget films like a Dune, like a Wonder Woman to to really make their money back. And so um, this is kind of the concern that we're seeing happening. And it's going to be stacked December. It's going to be a really stacked December. you got Coming to America 2, or Coming to America. Um, so it's the sequel to Coming to America. I know. I know it sounds like it's basically Coming to America 2, basically. Anyway, that's coming out. Then you've got Wonder Woman. Um, and then you've got uh, The Crudes, uh new age which is a kids movie um so it, it's gonna be and free guy uh, which is uh ryan reynolds film that's uh, a comedy and uh and so it's it's gonna be really be it's gonna be really competitive uh december 18th is when dune comes out then uh december 25th on christmas day is when wonder woman comes out so it's gonna be a really competitive month and it's gonna be tricky so i i don't know what's gonna happen um too much with with the crowds and Who's going to show up for the movies? But um, I'm glad Wonder Woman's going to stay. Dune is going to get moved. I'm just going to be honest with you. I think Dune is going to be moved. I think they're going to move it somewhere in January, February, kind of give it some oper- better opportunity and maybe more time to uh, to market this film because it, it does need more marketing. It needs a little bit more of a here's this film. That's this is what it's about. But it's going to be tricky for for movies. Um, there's rumors that uh, Marvel might move. Uh, you know, as we're getting into movie news here, the Black Widow, which I've been waiting for that movie. It was supposed to come out in May, um, didn't, but uh, it's now coming out November sixth, or at least we thought. Now there's reports that it could possibly be moved, um, because again, you know, like these studios, they drop like 150 million dollars to almost 200 over 200 million dollars for big superhero action films like this, and. You know, I know a lot of people are like, well, just release it on Disney Plus or just, you know, just let everybody see it. You know, it's like, yeah, OK, they dropped a big investment and they're advertising it. So that's another double the the, the budget. So if it costs one hundred fifty million, you double the budget for advertising. That's three hundred million dollars. OK, how are you going to get that three hundred million dollars back? You need the box office to do that. So but um Honestly, for the future of the MCU, the future of Marvel, the future of Disney's and, and those types of projects, honestly, I think they just need to release it on November 6th and just hope that people show up and rewatch it over and over and over again. Um, I know it's, 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 again, this whole COVID thing is tricky. It's not fun. It's just not fun. I would not want to be a producer right now. I would not want to be Kevin Feige right now because you're just like, man, my plans are just really crappy. So. Uh, but it's it's you know we'll figure it they'll figure it out they'll find a way and, and and it might be maybe they take a loss here with Black Widow as far as box office goes but honestly I think it's going to be a great movie I'm excited for it 
been seeing the trailers and it was awesome. So I, I just love seeing the trailers. They're just great. Um, let's get into some movie news, um, talking a little bit about um, Marvel, um, some big news uh, as far as female um, films or, or television shows go. Disney Plus is kind of um, really opening up the door for the Marvel MCU or the um, the cinematic universe. We're waiting on Falcon, Winter Soldier, and then WandaVision. They're wrapping up, um, and as well as the Loki series. They're all wrapping up their series, I think, this sometime this month. Um, they had a little. I think all three series had just a little bit of filming left to do, and they had to wait till the California government could, and and also other governments were depending on where they're going, had to uh, kind of give them some better guidance on what to do with all the coronavirus, and so that should be wrapping up. And again, with Black Widow, once we know for sure when Black Widow is going to drop, then that gives us a better sense of when those series are series are going to come to Disney Plus, which I'm I'm super stoked, but. Um, there are two other series that are, are definitely going to happen. One is She-Hulk, um, and then one is Miss Marvel. Um, some big news for She-Hulk. They've already got their She-Hulk, uh, Tatiana uh, Masolani. Um, she's, uh, I think she's Scandinavian, um, but she is uh, definitely one that I think a lot of people are excited about because of the what's going to happen with this character, because if, if if you don't know about She-Hulk, She-Hulk is the cousin to uh, to Bruce Banner, um, and so um, and the character played by Tatiana, um, basically uh, Jennifer Walters is the character name. Um, she's a lawyer, and basically she, um, based on their comic, she somehow gets into like I think an accident or and uh, is almost gonna die and needs a blood transfusion and and bruce gives her her blood but bruce banner is the hulk so what happens the radioactive blood that's in his his system um turns her into a hulk herself uh she hulk but the difference between hulk and she hulk is that basically basically like um when bruce turns into the hulk it's like a whole new personality um, it's it's before in game where you know and sorry spoiler alert where they kind of come together uh, where it's Bruce Banner's mind and and the Hulk's body um, or they would call Professor Hulk um, we see that from the very beginning Jennifer Walters is um, she can go in and out of the Hulk her Hulk stage but she um, prefers to be in the Hulk stage all the time and because she can still um, you know. She can still have her own personality, her own self. Um, and so, uh, but Tatiana Mussolini is uh, coming from her. She, oh, she's from Saskatchewan, so my apologies, correction there. Um, she hasn't really done a whole lot lately. Um, I think she's done a lot more smaller projects based on her filmography. Um, she's been, she's in the Perry Mason series, uh, Orphan Black, which that was a popular show. Um and then I think she's been in a few like other small things um, here and there as far as uh, movies and TV. But this is going to be a big opportunity for her, and uh, kind of we'll see what she does and what she uh, is what's going to happen there. The other Marvel news is Miss Marvel, which that one is um, is coming out um, hopefully in the near future. They got their directors and uh, filmmakers uh, for or the producers and their uh, their directors for the upcoming season. 
And so, and the cool thing about this is they're going diverse. They're they're definitely getting, um, they are definitely going after some um, directors that that fit the culture of the character, and that they're um, that they're basically have an Arabic background, and that uh, that they are from um, Middle Eastern descent, and it's it's really cool because uh, you have. Um, a few uh basically being a part of the project and so um you have some directors who uh the directors i think from i believe i want to say bad boys for life they um they're i think it's adil al arabi and sheremin ababid shinoi uh though those are the the filmmakers for bad boys for life they are going to be directing uh, i believe as part of that and then Amanda Edwards um and then I want to say Maria Minion Menon is uh, the other one that is going to uh also direct as well and all of them are uh, Muslim and and have that um understanding of the of that culture and because the character and here's the reason why I mean they're going for an an uh, Middle Eastern type directors is because um, the character Miss Marvel, and we're not talking about Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel. We're talking about uh, Kamala Khan, because in the comics, the updated Marvel comics, Miss Marvel becomes Captain Marvel, and uh, Carol Danvers, and in the comics, Kamala Khan is a um, super fan of uh, Captain Marvel, and since Miss Marvel changed her name to Captain Marvel, uh, Kamala um, takes that name. And then part of it because she gets powers. I, I haven't read the comic on their origin story, so I need to do some research on it. But um, once she gets powers, she she definitely tries to become the next Miss Marvel. And it's interesting. She's kind of like um, Reed Richards uh, from Fantastic Four. She's kind of got the ability to stretch all uh, her whole body. Um, kind of has the stretch ability. Um, the difference between her and Reed Richards is Reed Richards' uh, powers are, are slightly a little bit more limited than hers. Because um, Reed can only really stretch, and he can, he can do some sort of like shape his body into certain things, but it's you know it's not as like instant as uh, Kamala. Because Kamala, um, her power and ability is not only can she stretch, but she also can like like she can think of like a certain object or um or shape of that she could you know form her body into, and she can make it work. So for example, like she can make her her like whole arm like this big bulky arm and 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 it can like give her a little bit extra strength and power so um she has certain abilities to where she can think of a shape or that she needs to be or, or and then it can instantly go there a little bit better than reed richards so but it's pretty cool because uh she comes the character comes from i believe from pakistan if i remember yeah she's pakistani american teen and uh she's new york uh, new jersey based and uh, it, it definitely goes into her culture of being an American teen, but also coming from Pakistani background and um, uh, with that culture. And it's it's interesting because um, I'm excited for it because the the thing is, is um, I think it's going to be really relevant to today. And the other cool thing is in... Um, We've already, in some ways, kind of seen that movie, and I think it'd be great as a in the in the superhero type of format. And what I mean by that is uh, 
Camille Najani, uh, um, Camille Najani. Uh, he is a um, funny comedian, and also he's an actor, and he um, did the movie The Big Sick. And in that movie, and it's based on his real life, um, him and his wife, um, but it's it's definitely about he, he he's from Pakistan himself, the actor and comedian. And in that movie, The Big Sick, which is a really good movie, he he is trying to figure out his life as a as a Pakistani American, and and, uh, and or he's he becomes an American, but anyway, he he's from Pakistan, but his parents are Pakistan, and he lives in America, and he's trying to be a more American, but yet he has parents from Pakistan who are pressuring him to marry uh, into their culture, marry marry a, a, another Pakistani woman. And yet he's fallen in love with an American uh, woman. And so him trying to fight both cultures, him trying to blend in with an American culture and then but still have to deal with the fact that he's still Pakistani and that his parents are on his back to get married to a Pakistani woman. And so you're seeing that back and forth of of like, look, I, I love my culture, but I also recognize that I am from this other culture. And so trying to find that balance and it and it and has a lot of good serious tone to it, but it's also funny because it's just like he's just like, dude, like, like, come on, people, like, let me just live my life. And so I think that's what you're gonna kind of get with the Miss Marvel um, uh, television series. You're gonna get some of that back and forth, and I think it's gonna be great because you know it's 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 good to see characters develop and and really kind of see how they're growing as individuals and knowing like what do they believe in, what is what is really important to them. And, and then I think in our country, those matter, those values matter. And, um, and I think a lot of times we think, you know, well, if you're, if you have these certain beliefs, well, this is all you really care about. That's not really true. And I think that this show is going to show that. I think it's going to really point out that like, Hey, there's, there's a lot of similarities and things that we, we can both understand and, and know about this character. So I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, but, uh, so anyway, that's, uh, that's Marvel news. Um, uh, as far as the Mandalorian, if you're a big Star Wars fan, the Mandalorian uh, trailer just dropped uh, just a few days ago. I am so excited. Season two is coming out October 30th on Disney Plus. Be sure to check that out. Um, it's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of of um, of uh, definitely a lot of expo- exploitation of more of more planets, uh, more of the world of Star Wars. And uh, if you are not the biggest Star Wars fan, uh, you're going to learn a lot more about the Darksaber. So I'm really excited about it because it's a, it's a very much a big part of Mandalorian culture. Um, um, uh, I think it's Death Squad is, uh, is where the, um, the Darksaber comes from. It's from the Mandalorians. Death Watch. Sorry, Death Watch. Uh, and uh, it is it's, it's one of the better stories from the Clone Wars, and it's been featured also in Star Wars Rebels. Both of those are cartoons, obviously, but they're still awesome. And uh, if you if you have not seen those episodes, um, or have not seen, just I would I would encourage anyone to just you don't have to watch all of Clone Wars, and you don't have to watch all of Rebels, but like if you're wanting to know more about the Dark Saber, check out Clone Wars. It's on Disney Plus, and, and just you can search online for all the Dark Saber episodes, and then also um, Star Wars Rebels, which is also on Disney Plus. I think that one's season three. Uh, but Sabine Wren is uh, in that, and she's a Mandalorian. And uh, we know that Sasha Banks is supposedly in eight episodes in season two. 
there hasn't been a lot of clarification of what her character is. But we know that she um, she is seen in the trailer. Uh, a lot of people thought that was Rosario Dawson who is going to be in this um, new season of Mandalore, which a lot of people believe she's going to play. Um, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of the <laughs> how I, I know this. Oh, my goodness. What is wrong with me? I'm totally I'm like. I uh, Ahsoka Tano. There we go, man. I'm like a big. I'm a big geek of Star Wars, and I totally forgot Ahsoka Tano. But apparently, she's uh, Rosario Dawson's going to play Ahsoka Tano. But the problem is, we don't know uh, if Dawson's going only going to be in one episode or two episodes or three. They have not released anything, and uh, yeah, Rosario Dawson. It looks like the speculation is one episode. So, and in uh, in the new trailer, they um. In the new trailer, they basically um, they do not show Rosario Dawson at all, um, which I think they're trying to, to to really hide Ahsoka Tano. I don't think I don't think they want to reveal Ahsoka until um, until you watch the show, and 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 I I like that. Give me some mystery. I don't have to I don't have to see everything. So and there, but the the speculation is that uh, Sasha Banks, which I believe Sasha Banks is a former wrestler. I've never really seen anything of hers. Um, yeah, she's a W former WWE wrestler. Maybe she still is a wrestler, but she's getting her first time to actually act. And, um, you know, and, and it's interesting because I think, you know, she could possibly be a really, if she's playing, um, if she really is, uh, playing the character that I think she's playing, then I, I think it's going to be a great opportunity for her because, um, what what's what's done with the dark saber is is probably one of the coolest storylines that i have ever seen in my in my life i mean it's it's as far as uh, star wars go goes it's it's one of the coolest storylines ever and um it, it has a big part in the history of the star wars thing and um you know as far as mandalorian culture goes when if you're a big fan of that as well um because uh ren uh, plays a big part of that Sabine Wren that she's playing and it is it's it plays a big part in the history of the dark saber and and all about Mandalorian culture so I, I'm excited um, I can't wait so hopefully it turns out good um, but it's gonna de- hopefully it's gonna explore a lot of things the trailer definitely looked like it was gonna be a lot more planets a lot more ex- ex- uh, exploring also we're gonna see some x-wings so I'm I'm really cool and uh, Moth, I believe it's Moth Gideon, if I'm correct, in the Mandalorian show that's coming out. Um, he is the, that character is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, Moth Gideon. Um, it's played by Glen Carlo Esposito, and uh, he has actually been in a lot of things, and he's a pretty good actor. So I'm really excited. So Mandalorian comes out. Be checking that out uh, October 30th. Um, if you definitely like uh, Pedro Pascal, who played the Mandalorian, we don't know his name, but uh, then you will be excited. So uh, Carl Weathers is also in it. Apollo Creed, of course. Uh, there hasn't been any news lately about Mulan on Disney+. Plus. I know that that has hit already on Disney+, Plus, but Disney has not released any numbers. Um, there is some speculation that actually out has outdone um, Tenet, just from VOD, um, 
But again, I, I don't know. Tenant has definitely crossed the $220 million mark worldwide. Um, that's not too bad under coronavirus, but as far as like making your money back, that ain't that's not that good. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens um, with movie theaters again. But um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to what else uh, is coming up. The other thing that we are hearing in other news is that Chris Hemsworth is not done as playing as Thor. Mar- some bringing back some Marvel news. He was in an interview lately that, hey, I'm not done until they tell me I'm done. So um, and that's just me kind of summarizing it. Um, so that's kind of some good news. Um, Spider-Man may have, uh, or I should say Spider-Woman, uh, may be coming to theaters. Uh, looks like Olivia Wilde has, uh, is, is she's going to, uh, be a director for Spider Woman. Uh, she kind of dropped some some uh, a quote that basically said stated that she did not want to get in the way of Kevin Feige, which some are speculating whether or not this new Spider Verse that's in Sony's uh, um, realm may be a part of the MCU, which is possible. So um, we'll have to see. But that's pretty exciting, pretty fun, and um, so that's pretty much it for movie news. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into the review time. Let's go into New Mutants. Now, New Mutants, this movie was supposed to come out like f- almost three years ago, um, if I remember. Um, this movie had um, had basically been made, I want to say back in 2016, around 2017, closer to 2017 maybe. And it was supposed to be released right around 2018. Um and it just um, fortunately got just kind of swallowed up in uh, the Disney 20th Century Fox uh, sale. Because remember, um, Disney and, uh, and 20th Century Fox were working on a deal to or for Disney to buy just the, the movie properties and its television uh, shows. Not Fox News, none of the news shows, but all the entertainment stuff. And um, New Mutants was coming out right, right around that time, the announcement of that sale. And um, New Mutants basically, if I remember, was supposed to kind of be introduced into the, the already established X-Men universe that Fox was doing with the new uh, cast of X-Men. And the idea with New Mutants is kind of give some fresh blood in there and hopefully try to bring the two together and, and maybe try to, you know, kind of, send storylines down the road and kind of build this big universe. Um, but um, they were they didn't like the first cut of New Mutants, so they were going to do some reshoots. And then once they were in the process of trying to figure out reshoots, that's when 20th Century Fox was like, eh, let's just not do that because we're, we're going to Disney anyways. And then once Disney finally finalized their deal with New Mutants, People were like, oh, no, what's going to happen to New Mutants? Is it ever going to get released? And uh, basically for another two years, Disney was trying to determine, do do we need to put it on Hulu? Or do we need to just go ahead and bite the bullet and release it in theaters and get criticized? So what do we do? Um, And literally, it almost went to Hulu. It almost went to a VOD. And and this thing wouldn't have gotten released, which is a shame because these actors deserve an opportunity for people to see their movie, even if it's not that good. It's been made. Um, some of these actors have had to wait a very long time to see their movie, and uh, they and luckily it came. Um, sadly, it's coming during coronavirus, uh, and theaters reopening, and they're not going to get the best audience. But you know, 
I'm glad it, it, it got released. I'm glad Disney released it, and I'm glad it's an opportunity for people to see it. And I, and I think you should go and see it. I mean, it's it's not a bad movie. I'm not going to lie. It's not a bad movie. Is it a great movie? No. Is it one that I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to go see this one again? Probably not. But, I mean, if you really want to go out to the theaters and you're looking for a movie to watch, I, I suggest go see it, and I'll tell you why. Um, it's got a lot of good young talent, um, talent that you've probably already seen in uh in movies uh it's funny because um Maisie Williams uh she's in uh, Game of Thrones I think I've never been watched a big fan of Game of Thrones but I know that she's the one who's trying to get revenge on the people who tried to who killed her dad the king from season one but Maisie Williams plays a uh, Catholic girl who um who's and I'm not gonna tell you her power because if I tell you her power it'll ruin the film but um she is uh Rain Sinclair and Rain Sinclair is kind of like, you know, has this this personality of loner kid. She's a Catholic girl. She's she's Irish. And so she's she's here in this um, in this uh, center for um, mutants. And really, what's interesting when you watch this movie, um, you are going, what in the world is going on? There's only five kids and there's this one lady. There's something crappy or frishy going on here. And uh, so she's one of five uh, kids who are stuck in this um, in this uh, in this in this center, the school. Um, or it's kind of actually kind of more of like a mental institution for for mutants. And um, it's kind of got as a Breakfast Club vibe because in Breakfast Club, remember you had five into five kids, and then there's the two adults. But uh, this one, it's only one adult. So anyway, um, we see that. She is one of five, and Dr. Reyes, uh, played by Alice Berag, Berag, sorry, Berag um, she has, she's in charge of them and trying to help them understand their powers and helping them to know how to control them. And uh, you have Anya Taylor-Joy in it, um, who's in it, who plays Ilyanya Rasputin. And then Charlie Heaton, who's been in a, a few things lately, plays Sam Guthrie. He plays a country kid. Um, I guess Charlie Heaton was in uh, the Netflix show uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Um, and he's a country kid who basically um, worked in a mine with his dad, is now trying to figure out his uh, whole powers. And then you have uh, Blue Hunt. Uh, comes from a Native American family and, and uh, is the new member. Danielle plays Danielle uh, Moonstar. And uh, her power is uh, kind of secret and, and it plays a big part of the plot of the film. And then finally, there's Henry Zaga, who plays Roberto da Costa. And so these five teenagers, uh, four of them, obviously, well, are trying to figure out who Moonstar is and what she, why she's there. And Reyes obviously re- recognizes her power is, is unique and special and is trying to figure it out. And so that she can obviously report back to whoever she has to report to. And, and so all of these kids are in here and, they, and, and it kind of is played off as a thriller. Um, it's supposed to kind of scare you and, and uh, also trying to be kind of mysterious at the, all in the same time. Because once Moonstar shows up, all these kind of weird, freaky things start to happen in their uh, mental institution that they have. And, um, and so they're seeing things and, and, and certain, um, certain unusual things are happening. And, and it's, and it's kind of, it's, it's got a good plot to it, you know, because you, you, you see that there's obviously conflicts between the five kids 
Um, they're they're all uh, really concerned about their their well being, and they're also concerned about Reyes. And Reyes obviously has a re a purpose for them, and has some sort of a, a, a need for them. And in, and in the same time, you're you're seeing uh, all these uh, things playing out with um, just unusual supernatural type things happening. And and it and it plays off fairly well. It moves. It's only an hour and thirty minutes. Um, you know, it's PG thirteen. It's not the the most goriest. It's not a gory film. It's not the the most frightening film. Um, honestly, I didn't really get spooked once. But I will say that at least it was somewhat thrilling to the effect that I was still enjoying the different trying to the 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 type of direction it was going. Um, it it just I will say it just just didn't have enough jump scares. If it was trying to be a horror film, it was trying to really scare me. Um, it just it lacked that sort of umph in the script and also the direction. Uh, it's directed by Josh Boone, and uh, and, and it's honestly it's not a terrible film, and it it really was kind of a, a, a had a good little fun story to it, but it is definitely one where where do I really want to sit through it again? Especially when I know for sh- know that this movie's never going to be made turned into a sequel, um, probably not. Um, I th- I but I do encourage people to see it. I mean, it's a good I think a one off. I mean, just one shot. Just go ahead and you know tell the story, and it's and it has a unique thing, and I think it it really does fit into the X Men in a bit in a way. Um, and there's there's a lot of references to X Men, especially with the uh, the mental institution that they're in. It, uh, refers to a certain uh, lab or character if you know your comic books and then also there's a few references to the x-men themselves so um it's it's interesting so um but i enjoyed it i i thought it was it had some good fun mo- fun moments to it um it definitely was one that kept me engaged and i didn't i didn't get bored at all but it's definitely one knowing that um that because there's no sequel to it it's it, you do kind of kind of lose it loses its luster but I'm glad these actors got their chance. I definitely would say out of 10, I'd give it a 6 out of 10. So it wasn't too bad. So if you're just looking for a film to go see New Mutants, I think it's a film that you can see. Uh, I, I did go see another film this week. I saw Black Panther in um, theaters. And I was really excited to see Black Panther again. I'm, I'm just, I, I love that movie. Um, it's one of my favorites. I know a lot of people... Um, that I've talked to, they're they're not against Black Panther, but they're also like, eh, it's not the, it's not the greatest movie I've ever seen. Or it's not even the greatest comic book movie, and that's fine, that's fine. I mean, whatever. I mean, if you if you like the a different comic book movie, that's that's great. But I just really felt like Black Panther really hit on a lot of things, that, and especially things that are that are happening in our country today. Uh, I re I rewatched the film, and. And I just remember, and I'm just, from what I just really spoke to me and something that I just, it didn't really hit me the, 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 the time I've, I've, cause I've seen this movie like several times, but in theaters, I think I've seen it like what, three times. Um, and I just never, it didn't really like elevate until now. Um, but there's that scene where Martin Freeman, who's uh, playing Everett Ross or agent Ross or or is it director Ross? I think he's director Ross. I don't remember what his full title is, but Ross, Agent Ross, and Ross basically um, protects uh, protects basically uh, Okoye, uh, which no, it's not Okoye. I'm sorry, uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character Nakia. He protects Nakia and gets shot in the back, and the bullet goes into 
the spine. So spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie, but come on, it's been like what? It's been three years or two years. It's been two years. So like I'm pretty sure you had time to see it. But anyway, um, the character Ross gets shot and they they go ahead and take him to Wakanda, which he's like the, you know, since probably uh, uh, Claw, the second (laughs) like outsider to really know that uh, Wakanda, or at least as we know, to know Wakanda and going into Wakanda. And so um, they're risking everything to bring him in to Wakanda to save his life. And basically, Okoye, played by uh, uh, Danny Gura, uh, Gura um, uh, basically was is, is her character, Okoye, tells T'Challa, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you bringing this guy in here? You shouldn't do this. This isn't right. You know you shouldn't. You're not supposed to bring an outsider in. We shouldn't. Um, we shouldn't let him. Uh, we shouldn't bring him in to even save his life. Sorry. And uh, and Lupita Nyong'o Nyong'o's character Nakia is like, well, he saved my life, and he he got shot because he's trying to save me. And she's a Koye. I remember in the scenes like, well, that was his choice. And it's like, whoa, man, that's like, wow that's like rough like okay like what and then um and and then then chichala says like says to koye says i'm sorry i can't just let a man die and i just like to me another person die i can't just see another person i'm just like wow like how did this just now hit me and not when i saw this in theaters like a few and, and it just and i think a lot of it has to do with the fact of what we've experienced in this country, um, you know, I'm seeing in, in the fight for social justice, and that, um, and that there have been a lot of individuals who have lost their lives when they don't have to lose their lives. When all it needed was one person just to step up and say something, like or do something, and it's just uh, that one moment. It just kind of made me think, like, man, like. Wow, that's a lot more powerful now than it was two years ago. Because it's true. It's honest. Like, what are we doing? Like, why are we letting people die? And then, and then the other thing, too, that got me, too, is, uh, you know, Eric Killmonger. Um, you know, there there's a lot of anger in that character played by Michael B. Jordan. And, and to me, I am, like, I'm a huge Michael B. Jordan fan. I I will defend him for forever as far as his career goes i will defend his career forever he is amazing i love his career um he to me i think he's one of the better better actors he's going to be one of the better actors of our time um and look i love chadwick boseman and chadwick man he did a lot in 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 his short time in life um but to me michael b jordan steals the show in black panther and i honestly feel like he should have been nominated for 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 oscar that year so uh, for supporting actor, that's how good that role is, and the reason why. And, and again, I see it again. I watch the film again. Eric Killmonger, the whole point in that movie with Eric Killmonger is he wants revenge. He wants revenge not just for himself to basically go after Wakanda because basically they, you know, his uncle kills his dad. Which, but again, spoiler alert. Sorry, you should watch the film. It's amazing. Like not made for Best Picture, but his uncle kills his dad. And then it doesn't even take him, doesn't take the kid back to Wakanda, Wakanda, knowing that, um, not Watonga, whatever, that's like, that's in Oklahoma. But anyway, <laughs> it doesn't take him back to Wakanda. It just leaves him stranded with his dead dad. 
And he's angry. He grows up angry and upset and feeling like justice had not been served. And you're seeing the Killmonger character just be like, screw this crap. I'm going to go after. I'm, I'm angry and I'm just going to go get revenge. And he plots his revenge. And that's to kill T'Challa, become the Black, the Black Panther, the, take the throne. And then, you know, he's going to go after um, and all those who have been oppressed in America and other parts of the world, those African-Americans who've been oppressed, and basically supply them with weapons to go and, and take down governments and stuff. And it makes you wonder and go, you know, yeah, that's wrong. And you know what? T'Challa's right. They need to stop him because that's just not how you do things. But do I blame Killmonger? No, I don't in that moment, in that movie, because I understand his anger now. Because you see, you watch the film, and you're just like, okay, I see why he's 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 mad. And it makes me, again, think about today, where people are just, like, complaining about people that are writing. And look, I know that the writing is wrong, and, I, and the violence is wrong. I don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see that. But... I think what we have to understand is put ourselves in their shoes and realize where they're coming from. There's a lot of just years of nothing being done to help support them or give them a voice or even just show that we care. And now you're constantly seeing the same things happen over again. And they're frustrated. And guess what happens? When you're when you live in a world that's broken and you're frustrated, you're you're gonna get angry and you're gonna do things you don't you don't think are right. But I mean, you, you, at that moment, you don't you don't care. You just you you just you don't care. And so I think it makes sense. And I I think that what that and then and then the cool thing about the movie, which I love about Black Panther, is that you know T'Challa learns that there's a better way. There's just a better way. Knowing like that his dad his dad basically was like I'm an, I'm just gonna ignore that omit that part of my history, the fact that I killed my own you know brother and just left it, you know his son to you know in Oakland you know it's, I'm just gonna omit that and that's kind of like a representation of our country is where we we, we want to omit this part of history, and and Chachala is 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 representing the people today like no we can't omit that we have to. Meaning, like, we can't ignore that. Like, we have to recognize what we have done wrong. And we have to fix it. There's a better way to do it. And not go the Killmonger route. Obviously, we don't want revenge. We don't want we don't want people to lose their businesses. We don't want people to lose their lives more because people are frustrated and angry. There's a better way. And that's what Chichala is trying to do, is find the better way. And, and uh, you know, and it's just, it's interesting. It's just watching this movie again and watching it in theaters, it just has opened my eyes to a lot of different things. And uh, it's, it's, I, I love, I love Black Panther, man. I can't, I cannot lie. I love Black Panther. Now, look, is it, I mean, you know, with these new revelations and things, does it, does it still change like in game, like being my number one favorite Marvel film? No, 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 no. But Black Panther is definitely my, you know, number two. I think it's better than Infinity War. No, no, nothing against Infinity War. I love Infinity War, but um, I mean, Infinity War is a little bit more depressing because the ending. Again, spoiler alert: get on watching MCU stuff, please. But no, I love Black Panther. I th- I have to put it number two. Um, and then you know maybe I go Infinity War and then Civil War. But I I love Black Panther, and I love I love the just the 
just the just all the different viewpoints and things that are going on in that in that film and just trying to determine what's right and wrong in in this world and how do you fix it and um you know there's 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 extremes on both sides you know there's extremes on both sides there's the the extreme of you know let's get violent and then there's the extreme of let's just change everything and it's in you know and and it's trying to find that balance between and it, the two and it's just uh it's interesting it's just interesting so it's good stuff good stuff so so there's a lot of um old films out in theaters so if you don't want to see any new mutants that's fine if you don't want to see tenet again or at all that's fine but you know what look at your local theater see what's out there there's probably jurassic park there's like a black panther movie there i'm pretty sure there's a few other chadwick boseman films depending on the market that they're, they're showing i know 42 uh, came out um the weekend um that he passed and so um so it was kind of cool to see that the theaters are trying their best to at least honor chadwick boseman and uh it's, it's it was a little bit sad watching uh black panther and knowing that chadwick boseman is not with us anymore but Still glad to to see his work and and what he did provide for us in this uh, in this time. So anyway, that's gonna do it for filling it films. I will be back next week. I am gonna go to the theaters and hopefully maybe I will see re- I might see Tenet again. I don't know. I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the fence. I want to see it, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll so we'll see what comes out and kind of go from there. But uh, but from the time being. Uh, I'll keep uh, tracking on, uh, keep a track on the uh, the news when it comes to TV and movies, and kind of let you know. But definitely look for me next week. I will have a new episode. That's it for filling the film. See you next time. Mm-hmm.